And welcome to a new episode, episode 10, our 10th one, <laughs> our 10th episode of Active Reload, a video game podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to the show this week. It is titled Noteworthy Gamer Rage. I would like to point out that every single week it is Grant that comes up with these titles, mm-hmm. so yeah. all actual rage must go to him Yeah, I'll if you do it. not like it. Yeah, Welcome to the show. Welcome. Grant, my co-host. Grant Yuri, yep. this is me, Jimmy T. James Timberlake is mm. what I actually go by. Nobody calls me Jimmy. Yep. I don't know why I created that nickname, quote unquote, in the first place. Why I even said that in the first episode of this podcast. No idea. But here we are. I'm really happy that you did because I think it's funny. And I, I like. Doesn't matter now. I really like nicknames and I like that they come on accident right. or, you know, sometimes mean. But it'll so stick hopefully with you. that one. Well, that one wasn't mean. It was just me doing Jimmy T for no reason other than. It's the first thing that came to my mind. Jimmy T, rocket. That's all right. Whatever. Here we are. Uh, all right. Welcome to the show. We got some news we're going to go through. Yeah. Um, we're going to get this out of the way right now. There are literally no notable games out this week. Yeah. So it is a news-filled episode this and, week. And what we're playing. And what we're playing, of course. We're, we're gonna, no new games. We're going to talk about what we're playing, because I'm playing quite a fit. Same games. Same Same. as you. You didn't tell me what you're playing, which makes it exciting. Yes. That's why we don't tell each other what we're playing. Usually ever. Yeah, we don't. So we're not really even friends anymore because we want to save it for the podcast. You can actually look up what I'm playing because we are friends on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, that's true. And you could be like, how come you didn't talk about that? Like, dude, you played UFC for for like 20 hours last week. You don't want to talk about is that it? What you did, is that your game? Are you spoiling it right there? I play that at all the time, but okay. yeah, that will be one of the games I'm playing. All right. Well, let, let's do, let's go with the news first. We're going to start yeah. with the news. Our, okay. Mr. Gray, you're going to take it away. Yeah. first. You do news first. Let me take it away. This is funny because it involves gamer rage. And now I'm pretty sure all you listeners know exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to gamer rage. There is a weird thing with gamers. I must admit it that we, Get upset. Now, I don't get upset about anything. We're toxic. But we are, as a community, toxic. Pretty toxic when it comes to what we expect. You know, compared to what, like, what what is reality. Right. Yeah. A lot of gamers are not living in reality. Yeah. So this happened. Take two, the developers of, um, well, it's actually the... What are they called? They are the owners of Rockstar. Rockstar, yeah. So um, they upset fans this week because they are releasing Red Dead Redemption for PS4. That's right. Four. Not the PS5. The (laughs) one that's been out for three years now? Three and a half, yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. And Nintendo Switch for $50. Now, I'm really curious to see how that game runs on the Switch, by the way. You know, I think it'll be fine because it'll run at 30 frames. Right. Of course. I think it'll look pretty bogged down. But, I mean, they got The Witcher running on, the, on that console, too, somehow. So Yeah. I well, mean, you know what's funny is that I don't think it's going to run on PS4 very well either. Probably not. Compared to other PS4 games. Now, r- the original Red Dead Redemption came out for PS3 
and Xbox 360. Right. So now they're releasing this as a port, mm-hmm. not a upgraded version, not an enhanced version. It's just a straight port. No boosts of any kind. I just don't think port. so. Uh, maybe some resolution, slight resolution. It's boost. usually like the minor stuff that they yeah. would do for a port, but the the basic stuff you're going to get for just being on better hardware. Now this is um, going to be released for fifty dollars, and this is what gamers are upset about because they think that the game is not going to be worth fifty dollars, which is funny because if you, Jimmy, think a game is not worth fifty dollars. What would you do about it? I would not purchase it. You would not purchase it. Look at that. (laughs) Holy jeez. A real mind-blowing idea. (laughs) So the CEO, Strauss Zelnick. Great name. Yeah, I love that name. He's actually a cool guy. And I really like Take-Two and and Rockstar in particular because they act like rock stars. Wait, do you know Strauss Zelnick? Have no, you met him? I've never oh, met him. Oh, okay, okay. No, but uh, sounded like you were talking like you. Like no, you no. I like okay. the statements he's made. Gotcha. Okay. This might, his statement on this, he says that the $50 price point is commercially accurate. Now, I don't know what that means necessarily, though. I think it means that he knows that people will buy this for $50. Right. Now, I don't know if he's, you know, correct, but. Especially on the, I, I mean, the, I like the statement, right? The PS4 though. Like, I don't know if, if it was $30, anybody would buy this game for the PS4 because I think, and this is me totally talking, like I have no information to back this up, but I think a large majority of people that have gone through and played the series of Red Dead Redemption and Red Dead Redemption 2 have probably moved on to the newer consoles. Yeah. But I I mean, again, I'm totally speaking out of context there, so I don't know for well, sure. You can buy this on your PS5. It's just going to be a PS4 game. Oh, so, okay. So they're, but they're porting it to the PS4, which in order for them be, to, for people on the PS5 to also be able to buy it, which will be backwards compatible on the PS5. Okay. See, this is kind of why the, Discussion is here and why some of the gamers are upset. I don't think they need to be upset. Now, what you would do if you are a reasonable person is you don't buy this for $50. I don't think this is worth $50. So don't buy it. And guess what? When people don't buy it, the price is going to go down. Right. They Because they want to make money off of this. And they want to get it into people's hands. And now here's a, the rub. Is that Xbox owners... Um have been playing this game up resed running at 60 frames, 4k right for a while now, because when the Xbox one X came out, they had a list of enhanced games that were going with it that were backwards compatible. And one of them was red dead redemption and it runs awesome. It feels like a remaster in the, yeah. And yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm surprised, honestly, I think that rockstar is kind of missing out a little bit to be honest with you with them not remastering some of their games yeah. so like i think if gta 4 was remastered yeah. even though that one's the most recent of the other than five obviously they could make like pain i would buy that game yeah and if it was um, remastered. they remastered bully sort of oh, they yeah, kind of just right. re-release it on ps4 uh, or ps3 sorry Seems like a popular move to re-release it on yeah. ps4 and By the way, I, I really do think you're correct i think they should you know remaster man 
They Man make hunt? a ton of money off of that stuff. A, a lot of, of the G, the GTAs, three Vice City, San Andreas. If they, well, wait, they did. They did, do that. but they but had an AI do disaster. It. Yeah. it was not good. Yeah. Um, I was just looking this up, and if you go, I think part of the rub could possibly be as well. If you go to um, Red Dead Redemption on the Xbox Store, the micro, the Microsoft Marketplace, yeah, it's like fifteen bucks, thirty dollars, thirty dollars. Okay, so that's twenty dollars less than what they're going to port a PS4 version to. Yeah, and sell it for an extra twenty dollars. Yeah, even though it's the same game. Actually, it's less of a game than what you're going to get out of the and 360 that, version because it's FPS boosted on the Xbox. Also, that's digitally, by the way. Yeah. Now I can go to a secondhand store and that's probably true. buy it for five bucks. And now the disc doesn't even have to be very uh, good in quality. It could be scratched because all it is is a key right. to download from the marketplace on Xbox. So, yeah, it does kind of suck that it's expensive. But there's no need for rage. Don't buy this, you guys. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, for $50. Would you? Is someone who who's never played Red Dead Redemption, but they love Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And they're like, okay, I really want to play this. And it's not like Red Dead Redemption 2 is running at 60 frames. You're not really downgrading in terms of no. frames. You're going to be playing this on your PS5 slash PS4. If I'd never played it. Would you pay 50 bucks for it? And maybe changes the conversation yeah. a little bit. Because it's such a, I know, highly touted. Especially if you played Red Dead Redemption 2. And you and, love it? And you probably can play Red Dead Redemption 2 first and then just go into yeah. Red Dead. Because it's Timeline a prequel, wise. essentially. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I don't know. I It's different perspectives based on where you are fiscally, I think, for everybody that's listening to this. Yeah. Um, and I, it, does, it, it does feel a little bit ridiculous, ridiculous that... A game that came out ten plus more than ten years ago, yeah. way almost fifteen years ago, probably yeah. is being priced at fifty dollars on a generation late, yeah, of a console and it's, the Nintendo and it's a Switch, it's and not, it's a port. There's no upgrades to it or anything. No, they're basically reselling it for the same price it would have sold opening day minus ten dollars. Yeah, well, so that I can understand where the rage comes from, but again, you're right. You can have rage, but if you're buying it, then your rage is completely it, it, it you're counter you're counteracting your own rage. Okay. So when Strauss Zelnick says it's commercially accurate, I, I now I have to take his word for it because I think he's talking about people who would pay fifty dollars for this who've never played it. Right. The people who are upset, um, they've they've played it already. I guarantee it. Probably. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I, I, I'm, first of all, first of all, I, I doubt that they're the majority of the people yeah. that would even play video games. A loud minority. Yeah. Second of all, I think, um, I think it's not their game, dude. It's it is, it's Rockstar's game or Take Two. It's their game. They can release it. They can price it. Right. Any at any price. So. Let the market speak for itself, which would, this would be hilarious if this became the top selling game of the month. No way. I don't think there is a single shot. No way. Don't forget but that Matt, Rockstar sells their game. Their games are in the top 10 you're right. monthly, you know, most paid for games every month for the past. I don't know since GTA I'll, five came out on PS three. Right. Yeah. I mean, GTA five. Um, but I'll give you top 10. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in top 10, but with like Madden releasing and that's always that's, a yeah. top two whenever they have their that's release month, window. Yeah. Right. Um, 
so I would I I wouldn't be surprised to see it in the top ten. Also, just because there's not a whole lot of other stuff that's releasing this month either. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't stun me, but I don't think I don't think it'd be number one. I don't think yeah. there's any shot against number one. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm going I'm inclined to believe that it is commercially accurate, especially in August where there's not a lot of games. People. I mean, it's, it's not like they just make this up and throw it out there. They've gone through marketing yeah. people and no they've, kidding. you know, they've, they've gone through the R and D and tested all that stuff and be like, Hey, if we put this out there for $50, what do you think the reaction will be? And if the reaction is bad, are people still going to buy the game? Cause if that's the case, then who cares? If people don't buy this game, they will drop the price. Right, exactly. And they the other, want people to buy it. The other thing that I think is rubbing people the wrong way too, though, is the fact that if you go to the Xbox marketplace, the port yeah. that is FPS boosted yeah. runs better is $20 less. Yep. So that they can be angry about. I'd understand that if that was where they were coming from, where there, why does Xbox get this? Why does we Xbox don't? get a better product for $20 less? Because here's the thing, the back end of all the work that went into making it enhanced. Right. Rockstar didn't do Microsoft did. Yeah. But then why are they, why is it priced less? Be, because then the PS4 port that they're about to get, mm. it's basically a re-release essentially. I don't me. know. But that's my point is, is like, they can be upset at that part of it, I think. Yeah. And then still buy the game because they only have, I mean, they only have a PlayStation. You're asking if you wanted a lower price, then you'd have to go get an Xbox. Then you're talking about no. whatever, $400 or $500 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I can understand for their rage at that, if that is how they're, what they're actually angry about. But if they're not, if they're angry at just the fact that it's priced at $50, then, you know, I think the thing is we should be getting more games. Like there's only a couple franchises that had to actually price their games on release say at $70 and they should be more expensive than that. You like, know what? We're getting a deal with how much they released yeah, at 60 and $70. Also, it's not your game. And second of all, no one ever shares this rage with Nintendo who never yeah. drops their price ever. Pretty with consistently their always basically release price. I remember buying Mario Kart for the Wii. Mm hmm. At like 50 bucks. And this right. was like a couple years ago. Yeah. Nintendo, I, they just get it. You know, that's the thing is no, when you look at, but if you look at Nintendo, they're so dug into their own ideals that people are just like, okay. Yeah. You know, they just accept it. They're like, all right, we'll buy it. I don't know. That's the weird part is. So if Rockstar just leaned into this more and more. Like if they just re-release GTA 4 for the Xbox 360, even though I already know it's backwards compatible. But if they re-release it for Xbox One, and they're like, yeah, this is going to be $50, and they just kept doing that, and then eventually people would be like, that's how they do it. Yeah. You well, know? gamers, I guess most people, don't have any standards or... Uh principles i think they're just hypocritical when it comes right. to their rage yes that the rage I, people i agree i'm not talking right. about gamers so, like well, me and, and you that actually leads into a conversation we'll probably have next week when madden is coming out because i think that's the exact issue that i think madden runs into and yeah. same with a lot of the sports games that are yeah. out there well we'll hear be, a lot of rage on you know any social media platform oh, yeah. or whatever but at the end of the day it's still selling top three in the middle of august and EA looks at that and they're like, why would we change anything if it's still selling top three every every year? Yeah, I, I give up on the Madden yearly release rage. I actually, I really don't like those games, but the people who are upset about them, don't, they don't buy them as much. Or if they do buy them, they're not that upset because they probably haven't bought them in like five years. Right. And yeah, they haven't changed. Um, but people buy those every year and I mean. they're happy. People, The people that are getting angry at those games 
are absolutely the loud minority because those games still sell top oh, yeah. three every every August when that comes yeah. out. Well, I'm going to make a bet. I'm going to say um, that on PS4, I don't know about Nintendo because Nintendo probably is probably not fair because those people haven't really yeah. had a chance to play that at all. And it's never going to run anything better than what it did on PS3. I, can you imagine somebody that's only played Switch giving them the opportunity to play Red Dead Redemption on their Switch and then handing them an Xbox controller with the FPS boost? Yeah. Blow their mind. Yeah. Like, this is such a better game. Although, I think people on the Switch are really happy with 30 yeah, FPS that's the thing. sub Dude, HD. I appreciate Switch people Me because too. they're like... We get what we get, and I'm yeah. happy with that. I, I get to take this anywhere. So people I'm cool are going to be that. happy, but I'm going to bet that it's going to be top five selling game of I, um, in four weeks. I guess that's probably. I, that's I don't probably know when it's going to be released. When's the last actually, time we saw a PS4 game slash Xbox One game, original Xbox One game, be on the charts for selling. I guess GTA Five is on there every. Yeah, that's basically a PS- every week, every month at yeah. this point. Also, so, recently there was Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy uh, reimagining collection, I guess what it's called. It's one through six. Um, it released last month or two months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it came out for PS4 backwards <laughs> compatible on PS5. Okay. So they released a PS4 reimagining collection for Final Fantasy. Yes. Dude, what? That's yeah. so weird. It's funny that it. So when you go to uh, if you fire up your PS5, go to the marketplace, type in Final Fantasy three, it, it'll be like the PS4 version. That's so weird. And it PS- re- just released. PlayStation's <laughs> weird, man. I don't know what they got cooking yes, over there. They Xbox are very made weird. it very easy very in terms easy. of their backwards compatibility and a lot of those games just working seamlessly. Yeah. And then I also should give praise to um, Microsoft being a very consumer friendly console. They've maker. changed a lot. Remember, do you remember the infamous? Oh, yeah. Infamous summer uh, or E3 conference? Oh, yeah. That basically for the Xbox One when that came out, when that conference happened. After that, they yeah. basically cleaned house oh, and yeah. were like, "Okay, we got to start over because that this was the is most un- one of the worst one of the worst press conferences oh, yeah. of all time." Now that was the opposite of consumer friendly. Yeah. And then after that, they were like, "Let's we're gonna kick everybody out. Let's put yeah. Phil Spencer." I in, love the, and it's been good ever since. I love Xbox's backwards compatibility, man. I love the original Xbox games that run at 4K and yeah. and 60 just. They always say it just works. It's magic. I, yeah. It really does just work. It's awesome. I played, um, um, I can't remember the name of the game. Is it, was it Crimson Skies or something yeah, like yeah, that? The, yeah. the airplane game. Yeah. And I played that and I was like, wow, this runs so smoothly and at, it looks like garbage yeah, at four by three ratio. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is not how I remember this, but that's how like you're going back to all those Xbox games. Yeah. I'm like. Well, like Time Splitters is another one. Yeah, that one's backwards compatible. Man, that runs really yeah. nice. Yeah, it runs really well. And then I get a look, I look at some of like the zombies. I remember when I was a kid when I was playing that game on the yeah. original Xbox when it first came out. I would have nightmares of the zombie level in that game. Mm. And then I go back and play it now. I'm like, dude, I'm such a loser. I love the uh, the guy with the gray beard and the cowboy hat. He goes, "Let me show you how it's done." They have a lot of good tags like that. Yeah, time Splitters. Oh god, I love so Time good. Splitters. Yeah. Anyways, so. Uh, the next news item kind of fits with GTA. Rockstar is really good. They got the limelight this week. Yes, they do. Um, one might say they are rock stars. Okay. Oh, that boy. was, I didn't like that. Okay. To be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, they it. are, they're all they're Everybody that works there is rich, richer than all of us. I think they're cool. I, I agree. I mean, they're the best, probably the best 
developer. The other thing is, sorry, I want to okay. go back to right, consumer friendlyism with them, with Rockstar and Take Two Rockstar. I now, mean, one or the other. You might want to hold that back. The okay. Consumer friendly, yes, sort of. Sometimes. But hold on, Rockstar. Think of all the free content updates they did for GTA yeah. Five that oh, are, yeah. they're still coming out with <laughs> yeah. that are free. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's pretty unreal what they've done with that game. Yes. In terms that of is consumer true. friendlyism. Consumer friendly. Now, community friendly when it comes to mods. And this is no. what we're talking about. Yeah, touche. A new GTA mod came out where I don't know who it was. I probably should have wrote his name down, but whatever. He added AI to NPC characters. Now, how he did this, I have no idea. But how to put it, how to use it. You wear a headset and you go up to an NPC character, non-playable character, and um, which is like someone walking down the street. In one of the examples, it was a police officer. And in his microphone, the guy playing says, hey, are you from Liberty City? Mm. Because you have an accent. And the AI responded, I'm not from Liberty City. I'm from Los Santos. I'm from here. And it's so cool. So he somehow scripted an AI reader or whatever. Yeah, that's why. Like, he must have, I don't know, like the NPC no code idea. or whatever and had to rewrite the code, essentially. It's I don't know. Really interesting um, mod. I think it's really cool. There's so many promises that can come with this. I hate this. <laughs> can you tell me why you hate it? I think it the part of the video game... The things that I, the thing that I love about video games is the ability to kind of separate yourself from what you're doing and what you're playing. And if you add some sort of realism to the idea of the NPCs are somewhat now actually of aware of what you yourself as a human being are doing, it makes me not not scared. I wouldn't say that, but just like. I don't know, hesitant to do a lot of this, especially for GTA, because it's like, you know, sometimes you just roll up on the sidewalk on your car yeah. and just hit the accelerator. <laughs> but now it's like if this guy I just talked to had a really great conversation with this NPC, maybe I don't want to roll up on the well, sidewalk that's anymore. The interesting part. Now, I don't know what GTA or what Rockstar thinks about this uh, mod. They, yeah. They're usually quick to shut down mods, especially they become super popular. Although Some, not all of them, sometimes they let, right. let go and they, 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 they're iffy. They allow some of them. Like there are, there's a pretty decent modding community in Big the time. GTA community, yeah. but you have to download it from some very fishy sites that you're begging for some malware to get on your computer for or whatever. I don't know. I want to call them fishies. They're just third party sites, third party sites. Yeah. And but I mean, there are some that it's like, GTA there's, cheats here. there's going to be some that probably know. wreck your computer, right? But and then all your information's on a boat somewhere in Singapore. For <laughs> for the most part, the modding community and all of game PC gaming, they're really good. Yeah. They're cool, um, especially with Skyrim. Well, and the thing about the modding community, too, that I don't think honestly gets enough respect um, is a decent... I mean, I think there's a ma- uh, majority of them that are just adding... You know, hey, I can play as Hulk yeah. in GTA Five. But yeah, macho I think, man. Yeah, there's a good minority of them where they're actually extending the lives of video games oh, yeah. with their modding ability. Big time. And like even GTA Five with their um, RP roleplay. Yeah, roleplay. Thank you. The roleplay mod um, has like completely changed almost the way multiplayer works in that game. If you have oh yeah the roleplay mod installed and reinvigorated that entire community yep. essentially. So. 
I think it's really cool for the most part. Now, when it comes to this mod, I'm really excited about it. Not really in GTA, just the idea of someone putting or scripting an AI bot thing. I don't know what to call them. It's getting weird worlds. Yeah, see, now that's what I mean. It's like a so, real thing. Imagine putting this in Baldur's Gate, which will come up in the news next. Baldur's Gate is an RPG where there's tons of NPCs. Mm-hmm. And imagine if you have a quest where you're trying to look for a stone of magic of some sort, and it's in a cave, but you have no idea where this cave is. You can go up to an NPC and instead of um, having the game developers write a line of dialogue for somebody, you know, the AI would take over and be like, Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about or go F yourself. Right. But somebody, but somebody that has worked in the industry like yourself, wouldn't that put a worry on you for like writers in the industry? Because if they don't need yeah. to write scripts of dialogue, they just have AI do it. Well, there is a strike. Then what going are we on. fighting for? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Well, I just think it's cool, it, especially when it comes to gameplay. And um, maybe those writers need to learn how to write AI code. Hey, oh, man, God, people, dude, what are people you doing? told me about this all the time when I lost my job. Hey, learn to code. Well, you know what? But that's the but that's the exact same thing you're telling those people. Like I you're, know. But you're you're I'm, like no, I will not. I'm a jerk. I will art. I will I will do my art. I know. Well, everybody's going to have to face this. When it comes to video games, it's just yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, but I think it's interesting. I think it, it's a lot cooler as a player to, to to ask NPCs where to go. Isn't that I mean, cool? I do think that's cool, but and and then now when you're in playing GTA and you see a man fighting somebody on the side. It happens all the time in GTA. Yeah. You can ask him what's going on and it'll open up some cool thing, but none of it, none of it will feel like that part of it. I don't think any of it will feel real and that well, I hope it doesn't I don't know. Like, cause when you go through the NPCs in GTA five for the most part, I, well for the whole part, I think you know that some poor writer somewhere had to write, lines of dialogue of somebody talking on a cell phone as he was walking down a street and only like 2% of the people that play GTA five will ever hear that dialogue because for the most part, you're not just walking yeah. down the street listening for that sort of thing. And that, I think that is cool because it's like this guy put time and effort, this writer this yeah. guy or girl put time and effort into writing this random script of some guy talking on a cell yeah. phone in Los Santos. Yeah, it's it's the equivalent of a sculpture. That's someone, part of the craft. Someone sculpted something as opposed to a robot sculpting something. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? I don't know. I just you say learn to code. <laughs> I say <laughs> learn to code. Come Get a on, job, man. Uh, I don't. I think it's really cool. But yeah, AI and video games is always been disappointing to me because it feels like we haven't stepped it up in a long time. I think it'd be cool for yeah, just like a general improvement on AI. Like, I think that's bound to happen at some point, to be honest with you. Um, Some sort of breakthrough, but not necessarily the stuff that is going to affect the actual writers of the game. Like, Like, how far do we get until they're just like, okay, well, we had the NPCs, or we had the AI write the NPCs. Let's have the AI write Michael in that game. And in that point, I'm like... It would have been better. Oh, my God. You got (laughs) to stop. Are you serious? I'm just joking. Michael was not a cool. I didn't like Michael. Yeah, that's he was, the point. <laughs> he just wasn't You're supposed a, to not like Michael. I, well, he sucks. I, mean, I didn't like. He's Tre- a terrible I, husband and a terrible father. Trevor's not a good person either, but I thought he was a lot more interesting. Right. He's kind of a 
he's an anti-hero, but somebody wrote that. It wasn't just an yeah, anti- it wasn't an AI that wrote anti-hero. And the, the actors were really good too. Yeah. True. I don't want any I don't want any AI or robot type of Android people, I guess, taking over, you know, acting jobs. Yeah. I don't I'm an artist. I don't want an AI taking over concept art, although that's <laughs> that's almost there. Yeah, kind of happening, yeah, unfortunately. So learn to code. I'm just kidding. Um, um they really don't do it as good as me. That true. I think, well, I don't think any of the AI does it as good as actual artists that do it for the no. most part. I mean, like actual professional artists. At this moment, it. no. Um, might not be far away, though, unfortunately. Might not be far away. Yeah. And also, it's not very creative. It all looks like other people's work. Um, well, that's the thing is the AI has got to learn from something. Yeah. And so it's just learning from humans work. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't stealing. really know how to invent, you know. Just stealing people's stuff. Exactly. Um, but yeah. speaking of... You, you, sorry, I wanted to point this out while you yeah. were describing Baldur's Gate. Yeah. That was the most Baldur's Gate quest you ever, I know. I could ever possibly met. <laughs> Go stone. find a stone of magic. Where's and come this? Back to where's me. the stone? Where, it's in the it cave like, called um, <laughs> Schmingleboard. Yeah. And wow, I love Baldur's Gate. This is awesome. Where's Schmingleboard? Some guys, the it's over there. Yeah. It's to the west. Oh, God, dude. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to go west. I think that's really cool. Well, the next topic. Of course you do, you nerd. No, I yeah. am a nerd. <laughs> as we're all going to know right here. Baldur's Gate is hot, hot, hot. Okay. It's, I, it's being say, played I'm by not, a lot of people. I'm not going to be able to say anything here because I have no idea. You know, the sad part is I haven't been able to play Baldur's Gate because my oh. PC cannot, cannot run it. Really? It crashed. Yep. Dude, Rip. It, the uh, minimum requirements require uh, four gigabytes of VRAM. I only have three gigabytes. Oh my god! It requires Ooh, it requires an SSD hard drive, so a solid state drive. Um, and I have one of those, but the size of this thing is like 140 right. gigabytes. Yeah, my SSD is not even over 100. Oh my god! So I can't play it, dude. This is the problem that I have with PC games. Yeah, I know. Because it's like you have to upgrade. Hey, come play this game. Come play this game, right? By the way, if you don't have four gigabyte or four uh, ram sticks or whatever, <laughs> if you don't have four ram sticks. You can't play it, loser. Like, well, okay, cool. no, it's 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 the equivalent in like it's the equivalent of what you what you just said is the equivalent of you having a PS4 and being right? like, I want to play the New Horizon game. Okay, what the heck? I can't play it on my PS4. It happens, loser. Every, but it happens every seven to ten years. Where That's they, the thing. Where they my computer came out. I bought my computer and I put it together in 2015. Okay. 2016. Touche. So it's old. The, okay. So I guess the counterpoint that you could make there is that you don't have to replace the entire computer. No. You just have to plug in a couple extra sticks I of have RAM. to replace my power source is fine. I have to replace my video card with more VRAM and better video card. Would you help me buy and, Would you help me build a PC if yeah. I asked you? Yeah. I've never done it, and I've always kind of wanted now, to. Now, our, our good buddy, Steven, shout here, out Steven, shout out, he can do it better than me. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. definitely. All right. You're out then, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. So, Baldur's Gate's really good. I, I think a lot of people are enjoying it. This makes me- I've heard me, good things. Yeah, it's gotten- I'll never play it now. <laughs> great reviews. Um, now, I want to praise the return of the glorious old school computer oh. RPGs. So God. they call them these CRPGs these days. I used to call them Western RPGs. Is that really the what they're called? I didn't know that. Computer yeah. RPGs? I didn't yeah, know that. I used to call them Western RPGs because mm. the dominant RPGs were JRPGs. Japanese RPGs. RPGs. Yeah. Right. So um, 
So Baldur's Gate, when that first came out, probably around Diablo, 98, 97. Right. Uh, I loved that game so much. The story was so good. And it's these games are more built into the dunge- dungeons and dragons. Dungeon crawling. Oh, dun- yeah. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. D&D right. aspect of it. Rolling a 20-sided die. That kind of stuff. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it, the uh, they're your chance to hit and stuff like that is right. different than other RPGs. I so like is that. It, kind is of it turn based strategy? Yep. Okay. Sounds awful. <laughs> so the old Baldur's Gate games were um, real time strategies, although okay, they had to like a wait, right? And then it's like Hearthstone attack. kind of. No, that's actually turn based. You go, then I go. Oh you yeah, go, okay. I, I see go. what you're saying. I see it used saying. to be like you have five seconds, I right. have five seconds, and we can. And usually, if you're fast enough, you can get it good, get it going. Baldur's Gate, the new one, Baldur's Gate three, is a, a turn-based strategy game. So the old ones were real time, yep. but this one's turn-based. Yep. So they went backwards. In my eyes, <laughs> they actually—it's more closer to Dungeons and Dragons, which is a turn-based, right? Well, that's what, tabletop game. This is—that's basically what this is based off of, yeah, right? Well, it is. The entire series, oh, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I, I don't know. I Did like you have, have you played Dungeons and Dragons? No, I have not. Okay, so that's really funny that you just have never played the thing that it's no, based off of. But I don't think I, I don't think I, I could sit down and do that. It's one of my favorite things when people are trying to sell me on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And then another one is Warhammer 40K. Yeah. It's like, especially Warhammer 40K, which, listen, hey, my Warhammer freaks, I love your lore. Your lore is always super cool. I love the lore The lore of Warhammer, of Warhammer 40K awesome. is super cool. You'll never get me to go into a store, <laughs> buy figurines, paint them however you like, and I'll then play the you. game. No. I'll definitely paint well, them for yeah, you. Well, yeah, but that's you. I'm not going to. There's people. I've seen people. They've got magnifying glasses hmm. like they're Albert Einstein, and yeah. they're painting these figurines. I think that's I'm cool. Like, I'll definitely do it for you for a price. I'm like, I'd rather read the lore. Like, just like give me the lore, and I'll I'll get entrenched. I'll get entrenched in this world. I'll never buy pieces of plastic for forty dollars and then paint them. The D and D lore is pretty. Um, it's pretty nerdy. So I didn't know. That, I didn't realize there was. So there's extended D and D lore too. Oh yeah. I thought it was just. Big time. Um, There's Wizards of the Coast, and oh, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, I don't please know don't. Yeah, then we're going back. The here. 40K, the Warhammer 40K lore is awesome. That one's though. good. Yeah, I love I love the Warhammer lore, but I'll never sit down and that's a solid. Play it, um, that's a solid Wikipedia night. Yeah, they got a great wiki. Yeah, very informational. Yeah. Anyways, well, that game's really good. I, I'm I'm happy for everybody playing an awesome Western RPG again, and. That's it. Ain't that was so. West. When you say that a Western RPG, yeah. are you meaning it's a CRPG? It's a computer computer RPG. RPG. Yeah. Do you mean that it has so computer RPGs in your mind? Do they have to be turn based strategy games or in no. that vein? No, it's really has to be kind of in the vein of older older okay. Baldur's Gate games. So would Diablo of. count as a Western RPG too? Yeah, it's almost a, okay. Yeah. A computer RPG? Yeah. I wouldn't know. I don't know what back in the, the day definitions it would have been, are. It, it, back in the day, it would have been described as that. But nowadays, it's it's almost a little different. It's almost just like a third-person hack and slash now. Pretty much, yeah. That, that's what I noticed from Diablo. Was it 4, the one that's out now, or 3? Three? 3 is the one yeah. that's out now. So the original Diablo and Diablo 2, they did have a kind of a percentage. Like, this weapon had a high percentage of hit rate right so there i go you have a 30 percent hit rate with this sword it it takes a lot of damage away but most times when you swing it you're gonna miss right 
So you okay. have to take that into account. Nowadays, I don't think they even no, Diablo Four no, has I that was, anymore. I was spamming my arrows like it was like no, it always no, hits, right? It, yeah, sometimes it, it never misses. really. I think there are some enemies that kind of. Well, I don't really some, remember some because I remember some characters have like a dodge mechanic, right? So that plays into that's account. the the yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yes, I see what you're saying. Okay, so well, that that's why I'm that's sort of like a computer RPG now. The, it, the it's 2023 and the lines have blurred with everything. So, that's very true. Geez, who knows yeah. what is what in these days? What is what? You know? Yeah. And then uh, notable games this week. Let's go. Do 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 do. None zero <laughs> M- means I get to play. Uh, more of the games that I were playing this week, and so do you, which yeah. was, Grant, what were you playing this week? Oh, okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Uh, you probably, I don't know if you have more than me. I only have two games that I've really played. Well, I guess technically three. So, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. So I play a lot of video games each week. And now, one of the games I play all the time, I never really talk about here because I play it all the time, and that's UFC 4. And okay. UFC 4 is a sports simulator of UFC, an MMA organization, cage fighting. It's really cool. So as when it comes to a simulator, a sports simulator, I don't think UFC does a very good job. Now, their ground game, Mm -hmm. which wrestling, grappling, jujitsu, all that stuff. um, It doesn't come across as fun in this game. Yeah, I've heard I've I've gandered a little bit into the UFC four row. I have a friend that's really good and yeah. likes to play the game a lot. So I'll jump in there and play with him sometimes. Okay. And we always just do the, there's a mode that you can do. That's stand, up and stand up. Right. Yeah. So I don't like the ground game at all. Although I'm not saying it's not fair. I think it's designed pretty well. And I think that people who are really good are really good at the ground game and yeah. the stand up game. And I, you know, it's pretty cool that they're that good at it. It's boring. Yeah. It's incredibly boring because you're not really fighting. You're kind of playing with your buttons. Right. It's all, it turns into almost a button, like you're supposed to button match. It's, it, there's weird mechanics that you use with a joystick and your right. button and it's timing. And it, when it comes to internet and lag, sometimes it's off. Some, you can't really believe it all the time. It reminds me of the, the newer WWE games when yeah. somebody would put you in a pen, you have to like, press the yes. button to get out of it. It reminds me of that, which is like a weird, that's kind of a bad comparison to have. If you're trying to be the UFC simulator game, yeah. you know, well, the stand and bang mode is just a stand up fighting mode. Right. There's no grappling. It's almost like a kickboxing game. And I think that is fantastic as a simulator. Again, maybe not so realistic, but as a fighting game, it is excellent. It is currently my favorite fighting game. Oh, the Ever? last five years. Okay. For That's sure. Fair. There hasn't been very many. So you, UFC 3 came out probably about three years ago now. Um, or no, you, sorry. UFC 4 came out probably three years. Probably right. coming on three years. Um, and UFC 4, I think, is is really good. UFC 3 is when it started getting good. UFC 2 and 1, I think they were terrible. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it called like... Um, it was also called different before that. It was Undisputed, right? Yeah, it was Wasn't Undisputed, one of them called? yeah. Right, yeah. They, they, the thing is with UFC... I think they, EA again, I think they should look at, like, there's got to be some way they can tell that how many people are playing their stand in bang mode and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, they can. And just by seeing that, they should know that, like, hey, we could make a fight night game again, yeah. and it would kill. 
there's nobody making a good boxing game right there now. is there is a um indie company i know making, exactly what you're talking about and they released their early access a while ago and people were a little taken aback by it was it. a it looked like an indie boxing game yeah so well people were hyped on it and they were like uh oh, this needs more time to cook so right. they they're cooking it i'm i'm less um hopeful for that game than i think yeah me other too. people are to be honest i with was you. actually pretty hyped on it. i thought it looked really cool so but then, I, well it, and the names they were signing too yes. were huge yes so i was like okay this is going to be legit like they got canelo they got deontay wild i think they, they got adrian got Tom, brody yeah they got tyson yeah. fury like they got all the big name, big names in boxing to sign yeah. on and be actual characters um and then the early access came out and a lot of the clips started coming out and i was like this yeah is, uh, it started to look like rock and sock yeah i was like this looks like fight night ryan four which came out in like 2006 so <laughs> ufc four does a really good job with their striking standing up i think it's really cool there's a lot of um like in a real fight spacing is huge and reach and everything right. so you can actually play as uh tyson fury in this game by the way oh in four? Oh yeah, yeah that's right I, I, I pick him when that. i when right. i do the heavyweights um, and you can use his reach really well. Now someone's going to kick his legs cause his leg health is really bad. Of course. But, and I've never even played him while in the grappling mode. So yeah. I don't know why you would, but, um, I like it a lot. I'm pretty good at this game. Mm-hmm. Zero cool. F Y H is my name. My okay. gamer tag. Just sending you're it call, out there. You're calling people out. Yep. All right. If you think you have the stuff to beat me, send me a message. I'll just play that game sometimes just to, like try to get a knockout because it's really satisfying mm-hmm. or knockdown even. But I usually lose because I'm not good at that game at all. I'm pretty good. I, I do come across some people that are really good. Yeah. Um, it's rare, but I mostly go on like 50, 60 winning game winning streaks. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, miss. All right, dog. I'll yeah. step away from the mic. <laughs> all right. So that was just saying that's what you, USG four. That's the one you're playing the most of this week. Yeah. And I'm also playing, um, Oh man, I played that new mode on Call of Duty, the new uh, capture the flag mode on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. By the, the way, we need one. to talk about, we'll talk about it more next week, but Modern Warfare 3 is like yes, slowly is. getting announced. So that's, we are aware of what is happening, but it was, the, I, I saw on the news, but it was kind of, it was just confirming they're doing a rumors. Weird, yeah, they're doing a, it's different than they've ever done it before yes. because it's not. They switch from one-year cycles to two-year cycles now yeah. for developer teams. Yeah. So Treyarch is going to be next year, not this upcoming, not this coming year. Yeah. So they're basically putting out. I think the it's, way they're describing it, essentially, it's a big patch for Mono for Two. That's, that's going to turn it into like Mono to for Three. Uh, Sledgehammer Games is the one doing it. Yeah, I'm guessing they're not doing a multiplayer. I'm guessing they're only doing a single player because this multiplayer looks like it's just going to be right. new, like a, a bundle of I, stuff. I think they are doing multiplayer. I think it's going to be similar to what like Overwatch 2 did. Oh, man, it doesn't Which, look. I was confused with uh, buy it. Yeah, because I didn't really understand what the heck they were talking about. Yeah, that's the thing is since they're they're switching over. Since to the two developer year cycle one, I think it's going to make the games better for Call of Duty. I think that's a good idea in general. Yeah. Um because games have just gotten infinitely harder to create and one year cycles for games like that is unfathomable, I think. Um, but I don't think that, I think that there has been a lot of developers with their hand in this new call. Yeah, of Duty true. Game. True. I also, since I've been, since I played it, I'm really sick of the new modern call of duties. Oh, you, well, so what do you want to do then? I don't do you want to go back or do you want to go, go back forward? to jetpacks? 
Do I want to go back? I definitely want to go back to less hectic sliding around, oh. slide canceling, <laughs> jumping. and It'll never happen. I do not like running around a corner and then people jumping and then being accurate. Yep. Dolphin diving, which is laying on your, like jumping to your belly right. while shooting and being accurate. Yeah. I don't know. It, you prefer a slower Call of Duty. I, I you like a slow burn. See, I don't know. I want to call it slow. It's just like less stuff. Well, I'd say when you're saying less, he- I mean, uh, less hectic would mean like player movement just in general would be slower. I, I definitely want more methodical. I, I want it to be definitely more methodical. I I don't know. So Call of Duty 4 is not, it's not slow. No. But I like it better. Right. There's less things to do. There's, I don't know, the gun attachments and stuff. It's just too much. And I don't. It, it, it turns me off. I don't like it. There are an, an absurd amount of attachments so, for each gun. After I played that for, a, I played it for a night or two. I was like, you know what? I'm sick of it. I'm going to, I, but I want that feeling of modern shooting in a right. modern setting. So I just fired up Insurgency Sandstorm. That's a good game. And boy, is that game underrated. It is a good game. Or underplayed. It's not really underrated because it's rated high. Right. It's just undervalued or underplayed. Because if you guys like Call of Duty, but you want the next kind of step, maybe maybe in realism, I guess. Yeah, that's where I would say. Um, then play Insurgency. I think it's really good. The sound design is so good. I love the... It is competitive. Right. I love the map design. It's not normal. It's not no. a normal three-lane Call of Duty map. It's just quite unique. And... Um, the guns all feel very different from each other. Very, very different from each other. They all work. Some are a lot harder to use than others. Um, now, in the new Call of Duty games, if you have an SMG or an assault rifle or a LMG, the distance that you need for those guns to be effective are kind of the same. Mm-hmm. It's basically snipers and everything else. Yeah, that's true. And pistols. Right. Um, now, in Insurgency... Snipers are kind of useless up close, but if you're good, you can do it. Um, Shotguns are actually effective and they actually act like real shotguns, which makes it a lot of fun. Almost every gun is like a a one hit kill sort of not pistols and depends on the people's armor, but it's a lot of fun. So if you want to get an SMG, the map design allows you to maneuver to use your SMG effectively same with a sniper, same with a LMG, right. which you're not going to be able to use in Call of Duty. You have to actually mount it to something for it to be effective. I would say if you're looking for the – Insurgency is kind of a weird game to describe. It's kind of like – I would say it's similar to Siege in the yeah. – like you're, you have to be pretty um, – pretty uh you have to be aware of your recoil right you have to be aware of your recoil you have to know exactly where you're going to go and you can't really yeah. quote unquote dilly dally um yeah you, know, you can't you, dilly if dally. you get if you get hit you don't know where from and it, you're dead usually so when you do get hit and you die the camera points right to the direction it does not tell you where he's at right it's just but the, it'll gen- be like, the screen just the general area <laughs> you're like okay it's over there you're playing where's waldo essentially yeah. when you die exactly. um <laughs> But it's also, I think, the class system of like a battlefield. Yes, that's true. Pretty much. And there's also a cool, unique um, gameplay design where you have a uh, advisor and a captain. I forgot. It's not called captain. It's It's called commander. Commander. You're right. right. There you go. Commander and advisor. Now, the commander can set up airstrikes, 
call in a helicopter Mm -hmm. and all these things, but he needs the advisor to be there to radio it in. Yeah. To be the actual person that calls it in. And the advisor has in, um, no one wants to be an advisor, but they incentivize it by giving you exotic rifles. Oh, okay. So you can't pick these rifles in any other class. That's cool. And it's really cool. That makes sense. They have the best shotgun. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the best. Cool. I didn't even know that because I've never played advisor because I never want to play. Yeah, advisor. I know. So the commander's <laughs> always like, I need an advisor. I need an advisor. Right. And it's in, 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 to me, it makes it fun. Now you don't, you can mute your commander, <laughs> which is real messed up. Don't do that. Don't <laughs> and, be that um, guy. But yeah, and also the community is cool. They'll, they like new players. So jump in. It's a good game. And it's for, and it's out for Xbox. And yeah. I, I don't know if it's on PS5, but I believe it's, it's on, on PS5? Xbox one, Xbox series and PS4 and PS5. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's a good game. It's, it really is. It's an under, I think, appreciated game. Yep. And um, we were talking about NBA Jam last week, so I played a whole bunch of NBA Jam. All right. He's heating up, right? He's heating up. Nice. Well done. Um, I only played two games of note this past week. Um, one I just played yesterday, and the other I started over the weekend, finished over the weekend, and then I started the next one. So the first one that I'll uh, point out was I finished Dead Space 2. I started Dead Space 2 again and finished it over the weekend. Um, Good. Good game. Pretty good game. (laughs) Does it still hold up? Uh, Yeah, it actually does. Does Uh, I think if I went straight from the remaster, because it's been, I think, a couple months since I played the Dead Space 1 remaster, um, and I think if I went straight from the remaster to Dead Space 2, it'd be a little bit more jarring. Yeah. So I'm happy I had like a little bit of time in between. Um, but I mean, a lot of the the combat still works very well. I think, you know, the the graphics actually still look pretty good, even though it's a 360 game. It was always, they were always good. Yeah. Um, and the horror elements are still there. They're all very well done and effective. And the necromorphs are, necromorphs are scary as ever. It's still very terrifying. I really like um, Dead Space 2. I liked it a lot more than Dead Space 1. I know it's blasphemy. I just Dead Space 1 was too scary for me. See, I don't know if that's blasphemy, though. I think it's way too scary for me. So in Dead Space 2 lowered the scare factor and up the action. Yeah. And almost to a uh, they were unrecognizable. Yeah, they were leaning towards the the wrong version of the game once you hit Dead Space 3. Oh, yeah. And that's where I am now. I'm playing Dead Space 3 because I want to finish out the trilogy. Um. And wow, it is unrecognizable to dead, yeah. just in terms of tone. It is a completely different game to Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 1. It's Whoa. just a completely different tone. The crafting uh, abilities that you get in that game are, uh, I would say, garbage. Uh, <laughs> just because it's just like, you know, it feels like you're crafting weapons like you would in like Dead Island. Oh, where yeah. you have these pieces of materials yeah. and you can craft the electronic sword 2.0 or whatever. And I'm like... Where's the, where are the spooks, dog? Well, where'd no, they go? That's, that's funny. They probably took them all out. They pretty much did. I haven't really been, because again, in this game, in three, more than two, you feel much more overpowering than you did in the other two, in this Space Wonder oh, okay. 2. Where, whereas in three, it it's gotten more of the like Master Chief vibe almost, where it's like, no matter what runs into me right now, I have this... You know, I have the noob tube that I just crafted okay. and I'm going to kill anything that stands in my way. Whereas in one and two, it's much more of a survival. If, yeah. If I get surrounded, I'm probably dead at this point. So I, we joked about it earlier, but I mentioned EA back in the day around this time, they were taking up companies that is visceral. visceral games, yeah. And they were like, Hey, we really love dead space, but wouldn't it be cool 
if you made this guy master chief yeah. instead of made it a co-op game what's his face yeah what's his name uh isaac clark isaac clark yeah, yeah, yeah. great name good game good name mm-hmm. good game good name yeah dead space by the way really good name that's a great oh, yeah. title um the what is the the ship called nakamura the ishimura ishimura yeah it's very good um this the games in i i don't think i'll you know i'm not going to stop playing three because i still like it's a decent enough action game in itself that i'll probably end up just finishing i'll finish it um but yeah the story just doesn't feel as flushed out um and just for the moment it just feels like a downgrade in terms of what I was expecting going into three versus two, obviously. And yeah, you know, here we are. It's all right. It's fine. Um, I didn't know you played a lot of horror games. I, guess I don't know. So there are, I don't know. I don't know how to really say, it. I don't like having horror games that take the control out of yeah. the care out of the play. I know exactly. You know, what you, you, mean. you know what I mean? Yeah. And those games aren't fun to me for okay. the most part. I think I played like I Outlast like and Outlast two. Yeah. And those were the last ones where I was really like, okay, I like this. This is pretty fun. Cause the, the, the idea was pretty cool where you're basically walking around with a video camera. Have, the whole time. have you seen the new one? The new one that's coming out later this year? Maybe? I can't rooms. No, no, I don't know if I have. It's really cool. It's like almost like so. a, um, it's almost like a game show now with the co-op with multiple players. Well, see, that's my problem. It's so cool. They're turning it into dead space. Then no, that's what dead space did. They're turning it into, um, is that what they did in three? Yeah. Three's co-op. You can play with Jack Slater or whatever his stupid name is. Yeah. I think, but I think it's more than just co-op with this new, um, what is the game called again? You just mentioned Outlast. Outlast, the new Outlast game. You said it was a game show. What do you mean? Yeah. What does that mean? It's like a, a twisted voyeurism game show now. Like almost kind of like saw. <laughs> well, oh, okay, okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, I thought you meant like you're playing Trivial Pursuit too, and no, then no, all no. of a sudden it's like a horror. No, game. someone's watching you. Oh, like okay, that get scared cool. or in like survive and stuff. That's pretty cool. And you play with other people. Oh my god, that's a perfect, 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 perfect segue into the other game that I was playing. By oh, the way. really? Okay. Um, and it was it's called. This is going to sound <laughs> really funny. Um. It's called Escape Academy. It's uh, a oh, indie I know game. It is. Yeah. It's an indie and it's an indie game and you are just doing escape rooms over and over again, essentially. Okay. Which by the way, the segue being, if I was in Saw Dude, no problem getting out of there. Okay, dude. <laughs> okay. There I out of there in ten minutes. No problem. Find the key. I know these riddles. Get me out of there. No problem. And the the bear traps off my foot with my foot still intact. <laughs> I'm out really? of there, dude. So what is escape plan? What kind so, of game is that? I've escape seen the Academy. cover. I know yeah. oh, escape escape Academy. Okay. I know escape plan. So you escape plans. A, that's a movie. It is. Okay. Yeah, Maybe escape I'm plan getting with, com- uh, Oh God. Hugo what, Stieglitz. No, not Hugo <laughs> Stieglitz. No. Um, I forgot to tell you, I watched that movie. So uh, we'll Sylvester Stallone and, um, the other guy that plays Drax in, in uh Bautista. Of, yeah dave bautista is in the second one sylvester Stallone's in the first one anyways escape plan go watch it wherever you can see movies <laughs> um no uh escape academy it's very cool um it's a it's a i cannot stress this enough perfect co-op game oh okay. imagine playing any escape room for two people and that's what you're doing now you have a time limit for some most of these escape rooms there's a difficulty level okay. for some of them um and they kind of make it so that you're going to the hogwarts of escape uh, escape rooms they get you go to an academy and then each one of these school or like um 
different subjects you go through is uh, an escape room essentially. So okay. there's they're like themes to them essentially, um, and it's really cool. It's you can clearly tell it's indie. You know, it's not like the there's almost no dialogue or anything like that. And anytime somebody pops up, it's basically you're reading the subtitles of what they're talking about essentially. Okay. Um, oh, I got I got you. Is it? Um, it's not in first person, is it? Yeah. It is. It is. Yeah, okay. it's first person. It's first person, and when you do um, another really cool thing that they added that I was a little hesitant at first, but now once I started getting into the game because I was playing it with co-op, uh, one of the cool things that they do is if you're playing with somebody co-op online, you can hit your right trigger. I'm playing on Xbox. You can hit your right trigger, and it brings up the other person's view and oh, turns okay. it into split screen. That's cool. So whatever he is looking at or he or she are look, that you're looking at, um, you can look at their screen and figure out what the puzzle is that oh, he's holding up. That's cool. It's pretty cool. It's 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 a super cool game. I think it's free on Game Pass, so you can just download it. Really? And it's like four gigs. Is it new? I don't know if it's... I don't think it's new because they have DLC. They have two okay. DLC packs that are out. Did you play um, with somebody? The, yeah, my brother. I played with okay. my brother. Um, cool. We've got through like four or five puzzles and they progressively get harder, obviously. Um, and it's cool. It's just a really cool idea. Cause you go to, like I said, like the Hogwarts of escape artists or whatever. And you're basically just learning how to become an, an escape artist or a, a, a escape room artist or whatever they That's call cool. it. It's well, cool. you guys would really like portal too. Yeah. I'm a, we'll get there at some point. <laughs> you know, once my disc creator starts working on yeah. my Xbox then I'd love to play it. a lot of those old games. Yeah. Did I tell you? No. Last week? I don't think I did. Dude, heartbreaking. What happened? Heartbreaking last week. I think I did tell you this. Maybe, maybe I didn't. I don't maybe know. I forgot. I you know, know when I walk out of this room, I just forget well, yeah, everything same, you do. Same blank, you know. Yeah. Ee, you know, that's basically me. Um, but no, I, I turned on my Xbox 360. Oh, your 360. Yeah. I You wanted to play NCAA 2014? I, yep. Yep. Red ring. So depressing. That's after so all these years. After all these years. Finally got yeah. the red ring of death. I know. I wanted to go play some college football because it's almost that time of year. Yeah. And I was like, dude, let's play some college. And then I go, I turn it on, red ring. And I was like, no, dude. I never, I dodged it for so long. Do you have the and disc? there it was. Yeah. Okay. I, that's, so yeah. I have a 360. And when I wanted to play NCAA 2014, which I love, yeah. love that game. Um I just turn on my 360 and I have it digitally and it works fine. That's great. So Dude, brag some more. Do you know, you can fix that red ring of death by yourself. Okay. Ra- wrap it in a towel. Okay. And put it <laughs> and put it in the oven. And what? I'm not lying. You wrap it in a towel and you broil it. I don't believe you. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So you turn the oven on after I put it in the. Oh, you turn the uh, preheat it, broil it. So low, low heat. And, uh, what are you talking about? Put it in there. You're asking me to cook my Xbox 360 yep. with a towel on. Yep. What does that fix? So it's a soldering issue. It's going to resolder. Is it really a soldering yeah. issue? Yeah. Weird. It's um, these clamps that hold something together that eventually it, it's a really bad design by Microsoft. They should yeah. have foreseen this. And, well, uh, after the, the version that debacle. I have that was like prominent for the red rings, they basically yeah. rebuild the entire yeah, thing. Yeah, so I have my mind did the same thing, and then I was able to fix it with, by doing this towel trick. Look it up on Dude, YouTube. What? And then, uh, and then it eventually it'll it'll red ring again. That's the dumbest trick I've ever heard in my entire life. It is dumb. Wrap it in a towel and put it in the put oven and oven. boil it. <laughs> And then you know, God. don't go away. Like stay next to it. Have your fire extinguisher ready yeah, yeah. just I, in no, case. It, it's going to be fine. It's just. Uh, That's why. How long do I boil I, I think, it for? I don't know, but I think it's like five minutes. Not very long. 
Don't take advice from our show, no. ladies and gentlemen. Don't just look it up first. Yeah, look it up it on YouTube and take advice from YouTube. Just, I have no idea what that, I'm talking that's about. The most insane thing I've ever heard in my. Would time. you like some financial advice? No. Well, I, I would like. <laughs> here's my financial advice. I'm just gonna buy a new Xbox 360. <laughs> you know what? That's my um, advice. I I, I played a NCAA game, football game this week too. It was NCAA football 2009 yeah. on my PS3. So who was on the cover of that one? Oh, uh, it was Matt Leinart. Well, what's the who, USC the, quarterback? That was probably Liner. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was either Liner or that may have been Sanchez, which would have been weird. Oh, but I think you know it, what? It is Sanchez. Is it it's Sanchez? Sanchez. Yeah. Okay. It's Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Wow. Jesus. And then um, the 2008 was uh, Tim Tebow. Right. And he's got like the. I think it's grass on his uniform. Yep, yep. It's like red grass, but it looks like it's blood. It, and it looks like he's bleeding it's like all over his shoulder pads. The best uh, cover. Really athlete cool cover. photo yeah for any of the maddens or any of the ncaa I can, games i can get down with that yeah that, i love that one uh good i shout but 2009 so yeah 2014 is a very pricey game these days oh yeah if you want to buy 500 the case, bucks yeah it's very it's expensive <laughs> if um, you want to get ncaa 14 next year and you'll never that's the other thing they'll never they're never going to reprint it or put no. it out digitally because now you're talking about rights issues and stuff like that. yes but what you can do you can go onto the cert like uh the rosters live rosters what mm-hmm. ea called it back then they are still live everybody they're still doing it yeah. and you can update your rosters and you can jip out all those college players money yeah. That True. they deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that though. Yeah, next year. The this next time, year, right? We, we're gonna we're gonna live morally free, more somewhat morally okay, or morally okay with yeah pl- playing players. And then somebody gets like you know a season-ending injury, and he's still in the game. But at least. He got paid for his likeness. Okay, all right. Yeah, true. That's all I'm saying. Touché. All right. I think we're going to wrap up the show there. Yep. Thank you very much to our beautiful, wonderful, amazing listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, go play Escape Academy for sh- for real. It's an indie game. I want them to make a second one because I'm already in. I want to buy the DLCs because I'm going to play that with my brother. It's a perfect co-op game. I'm going to check it out. It's really cool. Gamepad. It's free. Four gigs. No big deal. It's not Perfect free. co-op game. Um, all right. <laughs> That's it. Uh, for Grant, I'm Jimmy Timms. James, just call me James. Thank Jimmy you. Jimmy Timms. All right. See you guys later. Thank you guys. Bye. See ya.